welcome back to the Patch Pod. This week we're going to be talking about a photography workshop.、Um, I know a few weeks ago we talked about the WPPI、uh, photography conventions,、um, which there are many of、uh, throughout the world,、uh, throughout the year.、Um, so. Um, I don't know if there's anyone who's been to photography convention like WPPI, but never been to a workshop. Well, I guess for anyone who's been, who's never been to any kind of photography workshop, I thought this probably is a pretty good episode in terms of like what to expect and、um, what to do or what what you will learn if it's worth it or all that kind of stuff. I'm keep forgetting to introduce ourselves. So let's、uh, introduce ourselves first.、Uh, this is Eugene, as always, with Pauline and John. Hi, guys.、Hello. Hi. Yeah, they are. They, they are here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> Last week we talked about.、Um, what did we talk about? <laughs> Somebody started. We talked about if you if there's a age of retirement. <laughs> <laughs> When should you stop? <laughs> yeah, we talked about how to become a well, not really how to become, but you know, from the what will be the necessary step from becoming a full time photographer from a part time photographer. And I think I think today's episode will probably tie in pretty well、uh, because it's something I think it's something that a lot of people take part in in the process of becoming a full time photographer in wanting to learn more about the industry, learn more about the photography technique,、um, learn more about the business. If if that photography workshop do offer business side of things, we'll、uh, we'll talk talk about it.、Um, this I think this episode is pretty. Pretty close to us in the sense that we met at a workshop,、um, and we're doing this episode in a prepared in a preparation for our next workshop. So, yeah,、um, we don't. How many how many workshops have you guys have you guys been like in wedding and portraiture related? One. I'm thinking two. Two. Okay. I've been to I've been to as I've been to two as well. There was a little gap between,、uh, but so one I know Pauline, which one you've been to, John? What was the What was the other one? The other one was here in Vegas. The one that Fogel did. Okay, all that.、Counts. Yeah, that、okay. one, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> it's like a mini. I guess it's a mini workshop. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. In that case, three for me. <laughs> And then I've done like two landscape ones. Yeah, how does the landscape workshop works? Well, we can talk about it when we get into this. <laughs> Actually, yeah, let's let's save that.、Um, we, we can talk about that in terms of like how how it's different in terms in in other photography fields.、Um, so、it's、we'll, we'll save that for a little bit. Yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> very different. <laughs> I'm now curious about this. Okay. So, for those anyone you know, for those of you listening,、um, if you thought about maybe attending a photography workshop, which are the photography workshops that you've been kind of interested in taking part of? Because I feel like there's so many different kind of workshops that's you know maybe organized and by ran by one photographer,、um, and oftentimes I think the follower of that one photographer、um, usually attend those,、um, and then. There are some a little bit bigger ones, 
often uh, oftentimes run by maybe bigger company or there is like an online based sort of like workshop um, as well but I think this this episode I think we'll try to focus on the in-person episode I think that kind of really sort of like highlights the experience side of things as well um, so that we can really picture what the photography workshops are like we'll talk about the we'll talk about the benefits of attending these workshops uh, maybe maybe some downsides should you attend them um, or should you not if so maybe we'll, we'll talk about some opinions even though we've all attended the workshops maybe we'll have different experience and different different outcome from it so we thought it would be kind of just nice to talk about them so uh what is workshop I was actually just thinking about this because there's so many, same with everything. There's so many definitions. Everyone sees it differently. I always think about it. It's more, well, obviously what we're talking about is more of an in-person thing where photographers in this case are gathered in the same place, whether that is one person leading it um, or it's like a, like a panel or a team or something for the purpose of, you know, learning and connecting, networking and gaining new techniques and skills but I think the premise could be so different depending on what like from what I know a lot of workshops are mainly like all styled shoots and that's it I've seen a lot of Facebook groups where someone's like oh I'm gonna hold you know this mini workshop basically like a styled shoot um, if you want to you know work together and join in like have vendors involved and stuff like that. So I think the bigger ones would be the ones that are, I guess, sponsored by brands or companies or, you know, photographers who are more well-known Then I see those ones are a little bit bigger. But for the most part, I feel like most of them are on the smaller scale of things, especially when there are shoots involved because, I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about this, but, you know, when there's even 15 photographers, that's a lot shooting just a couple. And so... For the most part, most of them are smaller in terms of scale. I guess um, it's pretty similar to what Pauline was saying. Most of the time, it, it looks like um, like a styled shoot mm-hmm. with um, some speakers. Uh, most of the time, um, it's going to be someone that's well-known or has some background, has something to show for it. Do you guys feel more of a like, sort of like destination wedding photographers would try to take part in some of the workshops or mm. do you think a lot of even a non-destination wedding photographers still like to take part in a lot of these workshops because i think a lot of the workshops the one of the one of the main reasons that people do attend is for build their portfolio as well right mm-hmm. yeah i mean to me that was my main reason why i wanted to join portfolio building mm-hmm. uh, some people would since it's a workshop it's more undoing right Rather than sitting in front of a computer, you're actually there shooting. So that's also like a good practice to shoot like real couples. Like, for example, you're a real beginner and you have nothing. It's a good idea to come in. Number one, to build a portfolio, something to put in your website. And then number two, to really just shoot and practice and also look at other photographers on how how they're, they're doing things. And somebody there... Hopefully somebody there guiding you like a mentor. Sam heard when you show him some photos, he'll give you some criticisms right right on the spot. Oh, you shouldn't cut your head, the head off like that on the horizon. Like simple, like simple things like that. Yeah, which is I guess should be one of the reasons why you should be attending workshops. Like really help you with your skills. 
The very first one I attended was like five years ago. Um, it was um, one of the one that kind of followed up with with WPPI. It was actually quite expensive. Well, at that time, I thought it was because I was making that much money um, in in the photography industry. So, but I thought it was a very much needed thing because it was one of the one of the main reasons that I attended the that particular um, workshop was to understand how to use Flash. And at that time, I didn't, I mean, I knew what the flash was and I knew how it works, but like, I didn't really know how to use it in a different situation and how I can be creative with it and, and all that. So in that sense, that was really, really helpful. At that time, I think I was a little bit too early in my sort of like photography career that I didn't really know what to talk about with other photographers. So like I didn't really feel like I I wasn't I haven't been in the industry that long in in a sense that there was nothing really to share with and and in terms of networking and everything like that there was nothing else you know? so it was just taking photos and maybe um, getting some critiqued and portfolio building and that was that was pretty much it for for that first workshop but I think in the second workshop which which we met uh, last year in in Banff was I went there first. Because there were four mentors, but all the four mentors I, I knew pretty, fairly well uh, by attending all the WPPIs in the past. And also I wanted to go there because it's Banff. Like I've never been to Canada and, I, you know, just having being able to take photos in Banff was, is pretty nice. Um, so that's the second reason I went. And so it was about, it, for me, it was about networking and taking some photos and maybe maybe having some little bit, you know, a little bit different different types of photos in, in my portfolio rather than all the desert scenery. So I think the whole purpose changed from the first one to the second one. And they're definitely worth it in terms of like, we learn so many different things. Some people may, may not see the value in, in paying so much money. How do you guys feel like in terms of the price that you guys paid to attend these? For me, I found out about um, the, the Banff workshop from Taylor Jackson. Uh, I remember it's, it's like, early in the morning, one of his YouTube videos. <laughs> and, you know, he's just very good at selling. Oh, like, it's cheap and whatnot. And, of course, I never had um, – I didn't have a baseline of, of like, how expensive should a, a workshop cost. But, I mean, I just compared it with Jerry Guionis's, which was, like, a week long, and it's, like, $5,000, $10,000, I think. So, I'm like, $900, that's, that's nothing. So, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And that's when I spoke with my wife and said, hey, babe, I need this. <laughs> I need to do this for my portfolio and, you know, to meet other people, learn more about photography. And, yeah, I I've, I feel like it was worth worth it at that time. So, and I feel like it is, it, it was, it was worth it. If, uh, if, um, um, John's wife is listening, he definitely, um, <laughs> He definitely worked hard enough. He Made took so many photos. <laughs> took, took so many oh, yeah. photos. Oh yeah, he I really took your portfolio. <laughs> I really, I really took it seriously. You're like, well, this is my. <laughs> I only have one chance for this. Like it was like very, very interesting. Like looking back, it was okay. I mean, if you didn't go, you wouldn't have met Eugene, and then you wouldn't have that's, second shot for him. Well, I feel like true. maybe your path would have crossed somehow eventually, but no, I think that was like, yeah, that would not that would not happen. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I learned more because of that. Mm -hmm. Like, 
yeah, shooting, second shooting with Eugene and everything. Well, I don't remember how much I paid for it, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I remember watching the video and as you guys know, I love death. I go as often as I can. And so, you know, the past few years I've wanted to go for every year. I've been like, I need, we need to go this year. We need to go. And September is always the time I go. And so I didn't even consider, you know, everything else, but And I guess my first workshop experience was in Banff. And so I think that's another reason why I was immediately sold because obviously I have such a, such fond memories mm. um, attending workshops in Banff. And so, yeah. So if, if, if it yeah. wasn't in Banff, would mm. you, would you have attended? Where, if like, where, where would have, like, um, where would you say? <laughs> also, it's more of like destination. Okay. Mm. But if it's in Iceland, oh, you've been in Iceland, but. What Probably not. Okay. Okay. How? What if it's in Vegas? Probably not. <laughs> okay. Well, this is this is pretty bad. Um, <laughs> no, I, honestly, I don't know. I don't think I would have if okay. it was somewhere else. Okay. There's just something about you know Alberta and the Rockies that right, I just right. love a lot. I think that was so. the main reason I attended because, like, I know as as a photographer who's not from Canada. There's not much of uh, opportunity to photograph in Canada as as work, mm. like yeah. it's it's very limited in terms of like you know yeah. where we you know it's it's illegal. I was like being able to photograph a couple somewhere as amazing as Banff. Like mm-hmm. I was like this is the only opportunity. <laughs> like yeah. I have to go. It actually was a dream of mine, at, mine too. To like um, I've been wanting to go, but I never had the reason to. And that was that was one of my conversations with my with my wife. Like, maybe I really want to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was it didn't disappoint. It was really good. Oh, um, definitely. So, yeah. It's very pretty. Yeah. For me, I I didn't actually hear from um, Taylor. I I heard from Focal. I mean, I don't. I've never checked, uh, but I feel like I was probably either the first or second to sign up because they announced it, and mm-hmm. then I I signed up literally right away. They gave they gave discounts for the first I don't know first ten, uh, like two hundred dollar yeah. discount. So mm, yeah. it was it was much cheaper as well. When we were sort of like wrapping up for that first um, workshop, Focal um, obviously announced the second <laughs> workshop, um, the NAC in Maui, and I think we pretty yeah. much signed up all together. Um, I at, bought at it on the spot. spot. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going. Also, because Lachlan was like, it's refundable. So I was like, yeah, well, yeah. I yeah. have to. <laughs> yeah. And at the time, it was, you know? very, it was very cheap. Like, same price, right? Like yeah. $600, I think, something like that. $950. So, oh, okay, $950. Definitely fear of loss there. Yeah, oh, yeah. Fear <laughs> of loss, definitely. <laughs> But it's a good thing it was um, refundable. Yeah. So, like, basically no risk. So, might mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And I think, like, kind of what we were talking about, location is huge because I've never been to Hawaii and I've always wanted to. And so, see, if the yeah. first one was in Hawaii, I probably may have gone. Oh, okay. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think for me is as well. Like, because if, I think if it was in Hawaii in any other islands, I don't think I would have gone. But because mm. it's Maui, I'm like Maui is the only island I haven't been. Um, so I was like, oh, this is good. this is a good time to go. Yeah. And being uh, being on U.S. soil, that you know, like I know I could probably make more money out of it, like by mm. 
you know, by trying to cram in more, more sessions and stuff. So I thought it was a probably good opportunity to right. um, try something like that. Probably all the listeners are probably all the all thinking. So you guys love workshops. Um, we we're not we're not hundred percent we're not hundred percent convinced. I think oftentimes the people who don't attend the workshop is probably the pe- people who are not sure if that's a really good investment or not. I think it comes down to the money side of things. I mean, I think Focal, um, all the not a conference workshops been pretty affordable. I was supposed to go on um, this another workshop in Italy. Uh, with a photographer uh, named Tyler Rye. Yeah, he's another amazing photographer that I kind of I, I look up to a lot, and uh, he he travels a lot. He I think he's based in Utah, but he goes to Morocco, he goes to Italy um, to uh, photograph uh, destination weddings. I love his style, um, so wanted to go and attend his um, his workshop, but that was like six six thousand five hundred mm-hmm. for four days workshop. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> But I, to me, I feel like that's that's really good. I mean, it's. I mean, it would be nice if it if it was cheaper, because in that six thousand five hundred, everything mm. was included, like including the accommodation, um, mm. including the well, flight wasn't included, but you know, everything else was included, all the meals, yeah. all the transportation. Um, so I thought, you know, in my calculation, if I were to do the accommodation separately and maybe some food separately and maybe some transportation separately, then it wouldn't be that much of a difference. Um, but so that was sort of like my way of um, saying like, oh, this is okay. <laughs> but I know this is still a lot of money, but the reason that I thought it was really good opportunity is because it's somewhere that I don't get to go so often to photograph a wedding or photograph any any kind of any kind of session. So, for me to kind of um, expand my market into Europe or into Italy, I thought that's a good investment in terms of sort of like leveraging myself into you know into something like that. So, uh, my goal was to kind of probably try to book a few more few more couples while while I was there. So hopefully I can break even on on the travel and on the on the the workshops workshop side of things, and at the same time I could leverage that to um, expand my business. For you guys, do you, is that how you guys think about it when it comes to like paying for the workshops, or do you guys just based on like how much you will learn um, while paying that sort of money, or like how does that work for you? Like what's the calculation? Well, I think of, think of it as investment on me. Investing on myself, like learning, uh, investing to the business because it's going to be for my portfolio as well. I can use it for marketing, social media. Yeah, th- there's no like exact value to it, but if I know that I'm going to use it, then and it's affordable enough. Um, and I know affordability is relative, but I don't really know what's expensive or what not. But... Um, yeah, with the past workshops, it seems pretty reasonable. Do you think um, six thousand five hundred is expensive? Well, if everything is included, I think it should be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's reasonable. I think for me, it's tied together with traveling. I find a lot of my past like traveling experiences has been tied towards like whether that's like a workshop or something like I don't just travel to travel I travel for a purpose there's a purpose for me to go there um especially if I'm by myself and Mm -hmm. so I think that's why I've been to other photography workshops it's because I travel there for the workshop especially if it's a place I haven't been the workshop then includes like someone who is local to that area and that knows 
you know, the area well and can help me navigate the area better than if I were to go by myself and do the research myself. And so I think my purpose is tied towards that and not necessarily like breaking even or gaining clients. But again, kind of similar to John is for investing in myself and for learning and just traveling in general Mm. and networking for sure. Yeah, actually, that's a really good answer. I think, yeah, like I don't, I, I didn't really think about the travel aspect, but yeah, I definitely get to travel to places that, mm-hmm. you know, like these first two, the NOTA conference that we're going for me, at least I've, I've never been to those both places. So it would be kind of nice to, I mean, we get to stay a little bit longer and, you know, bring the family. Um, and so like making it out of a family trip as well, that's a very quality time and at the same time learning. Uh, so yeah. Really good point. So have you guys ever attended a, like a conference that's, or, or like a workshop that's in your local area? No. No. <laughs> Do you know if there is like in terms of like, not just like they just happen to happen to be at Vancouver, for example, but like someone trying to attract Vancouver photographers at a workshop in Vancouver? Mm-hmm. For the, for the purpose yeah. of just, you know, working together kind of thing. Mm. So there's a Facebook group I'm a part of. It's called, I think it's called Vancouver Photographers and Models or Models and Photographers. Mm. And the guy who created that, he holds a lot of workshops, but mainly like portraiture and um, commercial. But I think over the years, he's done it himself or paired up with someone who knows the industry a little bit better, but he does hold workshops in that sense. That's the only thing I can think of. I'm sure there's more, but I haven't personally looked into it. Yeah. Now that I think about it, I think what, what Pauline said is probably true in the sense that I think it kind of, it kind of ties into the travel aspects as well. Mm-hmm. Because all the, all the workshops that I'm trying to go is like yeah. all the places that I haven't been where like there's otherwise there, I, I won't have any opportunity to shoot at, shoot at those places. I Vegas, think it depends on your purpose, right? Like the local ones probably most likely is to, network with the people in your area and hopefully mm. you know if you were new in the industry then maybe you can get some you know second shooting gigs or again maybe find someone who you can mentor or someone you would become a mentor for example so mm. yeah it really depends on the purpose i think that's one of the reasons that like there's so many there's so many workshops in vegas just because of i think part of it because wppi being in Vegas is like one of those things like, eh, I don't really need to go. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's, unless the, unless the person who's leading is someone that I really look up to or, you know, um, yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay. So, um, obviously we haven't, we haven't really, or at least for you guys, you guys haven't been to any workshop that's solely run by one photographer. How do you think it will change if like, let's say two days workshop were like just run by one person, one photographer? It would depend on who the person is. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. I guess we could talk about my other experiences with landscape workshops. Those mm. are run by one person or at least like a pair. So I kind of understand that aspect. I think mainly for those ones, you're kind of joining for their expertise and their experience. I think that applies to weddings as well. Hmm. Well, that could be interesting because one person can teach like so many different things. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they could teach like business side of things, photography, editing, 
I don't I don't know how that would play out, but but actually, it, I think what you bring up is quite quite interesting as well. Like, do you think there are a lot of workshops that includes all the other aspects, so like business editing and all that kind of stuff, or is it mostly just photographing? So I guess that's one thing that you have to like look into, right? And also, you have to look into your business on what your what your business needs, like, or as a as a business owner, what do you, what kind of workshop do you really need? Then, then look into those like, specific workshops. Mm. Whatever will help you again, you know, like investment. Again, it's a, you know, it's an investing for yourself. So that's when you're going to invest into something, you got to look into like what will help your business, right? Have you seen any that offers that sort of like business and editing and that kind um, of workshop as well? I saw one wherein there's going to be like photography. And then you sit down with them afterwards. They critique your photos. You edit mm-hmm. with them. But the business side, that's something that's not included. But maybe they'll be willing to talk to you about it if if given the time. Mm-hmm. So that's also one thing that that a person should look at, like the, the size of a workshop. How many photographers in one group? How many instructors in one group? If it's like a big group, um, there's like less chance to, I, I guess there's like less less chance to like photograph couples, less chance for you to to talk more to to the instructors because they have to divide their attention to everyone. It's funny because this is the only thing I, like uh, focal is the only one I can think of. So I only always just compare it to the landscape ones and. This local one, like I haven't seen this many photographers in one place ever. <laughs> With the landscape, I think the most was maybe eight people. And so that's why 60 was a whole lot. And it was kind of overwhelming, honestly. Even when we split it into groups, like 15 was a it's lot of people. Lot. It's a lot, yeah. yeah. It's just very overwhelming, especially like, you know, everyone's in the same spot trying to capture yeah. the same, <laughs> same shot. Whereas, yeah. In my experience with landscape, everyone disperses. Everyone tries to find their own angle. You know, there's everyone has their own eye for the landscape, right? And so yeah. I remember the one in the Yukon and it was like in the middle of the night, it was pitch dark. I honestly felt everyone left because I couldn't see anyone. I couldn't hear anybody. I honestly thought I was mm-hmm. by myself. Like no wow. one was around me. It was kind of scary because it was dark and we were like on this lake that was frozen. And so... For the longest time, I was like, I think everyone left, but no, people were still around. So that's why when I experienced in BAM, I was like, wow, there's just so many people. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so, that, that yeah. could be like, that could be a downside, right? Yeah. <laughs> like if you're really like trying to learn, that could be a hindrance because mm. uh, so many people, it's it's hard to take take photos. And also critiquing wise, like it would be nice to have like a debrief with everyone, but with that amount of number. Of yeah. participants, it's going to be so hard. Even within a group, there's like a mixture. Like there's going to be people who are there really looking to have more things for their portfolio, whereas some yeah. others maybe, you know, they're just there to meet people and there to learn, yeah. you know, what the mentors are trying to teach. And so yep. Yep. even though there are 15 people, like not everyone might have the same purpose. You'll get the shot if you need to. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Eugene, what are you thinking about? <laughs> Uh, it's just like I think. I think my comparison is obviously my first first ever workshop that I attended, and it was actually even more people. 
So, but the difference was that it was obviously one instructor, one photographer, but he brought four different sets of models. So okay. even there were more people, like we were able to spread out and it just kind of like one, like per like a set of models, um, we, you know, there were fewer people. I don't know if it's just because it's a different time in, in the experience in my, in my sort of like uh, photography career, but I feel like the focal one worked out really well just because we were like, everyone communicated well. I don't know about mm -hmm. other groups, but like our group, like at least yeah. like, like if we wanted a shot, like if we wanted to direct the couples, you know, like we had that opportunity, like in that sense, I, I feel like that's, that's probably one of the reasons that I feel like it was such a good workshop in a sense that there were a lot of people who were kind of similar sort of like a temp level or like in terms of photography level, even if it's slightly different, you know, still had, still had good conversation with people. I feel like in that sense, that's why I think it was pretty good. I honestly, before you guys, like I didn't have anyone in terms of like who I can talk to photography about. So just the fact that having you guys and having a, doing a podcast together means <laughs> that there were a lot of people who were kind of similar, probably like my introverted personality wise and, and all that, but Everyone was just very nice, very welcoming. So obviously there were at least, you know, one or two that kind of stood out. Um, but you know, when you say something like that, that I could take the shot, um, and, and all that. So in, in that sense, it was, uh, for me, it, I didn't feel like there was too many people, but I think it just comes down to that because like sometimes like if it's, if I think if a workshop advertised, this is like an, a great opportunity to build portfolio and they, they have like 15 people in group, then everyone's there to take photos. Then I think that's, that could be a little bit too much, a little bit different purposes, uh, different, dif different approaches. How many days was the other one that you attended? That was two days. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, this so, one was this... the shortest for me. Oh yeah. But it was two yeah. days with one instructor. So that's why I felt mm. really long. Um, right. Yeah. Honestly, even though I was tired, I felt it felt short the 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 Banff one. So I mean, the first day that like at the very end, I was so tired. <laughs> Maybe because <laughs> the night before, I like we I got in really late because we were stuck in the car mm -hmm. for four hours, and so did I tell you that? Do you guys know that? No. 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 Oh, so the road. I think there was something either an accident or something. So we literally did not move in the car stuck wow. for four hours. So we didn't get into like really, really, really late. So how long did Crazy. it take you total? Oh, I don't know. A long time. Wow. A long time. Mm. Yeah, I know that wild. I was very, sorry. I, was, I know I was very fortunate coming in uh, early morning flight because all the evening flight, they got either, um, because the, because my clients from Vegas flew in on the same day, and they took the same mm -hmm. they took the plane uh, the same airline but the later one, and the entire plane didn't get their bags. Oh, <laughs> so they were stuck at the airport until like three a.m. or something like that. Wow. Yeah. So in that sense, yeah, I was very fortunate. Yeah, there was probably a time that you guys have never attended a workshop and probably thought maybe attending another workshop or, or, or not. Um, what was like, if you have made the decision that you're not going to attend this workshop, like that was very interested to you, but that you're not going to attend that one. 
what was the reason that you didn't attend or what was the reason that you you did attend the um, not a conference by focal i think i already answered this but for this one obviously taylor was a huge part of it too because i've been following him for so long and his video was just so great (laughs) Um, in promoting it i don't know if you guys know also he did um this little not contest but um, on his Facebook page where he did like a different topic every week. And the first week mm-hmm. it was on landscapes. So basically mm-hmm. like people can submit a photo and people vote and I won. <laughs> like he picked me. So he, oh, wow. he gave me a hundred bucks. <laughs> and so oh, nice. uh, not, not that I feel in debt to him, but I, like, I, was, <laughs> I honestly, when I saw him, I was like, did you know, like I was the person that won the thingy. He's like, oh, no way. <laughs> so <laughs> my main purpose was to go and thank him for that. And also, yeah, obviously Banff is a special place in my heart. So everything just happened for a reason. I think is that what led me to it. And I don't think, I mean, at that point, I don't think the cost would have affected my decision at all. But this was actually the first one where I attended that did not include accommodation. Most of the other ones that mm. um, I did, did include it. So those are some of the other things to look into as well, like accommodation, what it includes, food and transportation, stuff like that. Mm. Something mm. to consider too. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's the same thing for me. It, it was my first time attending um, a workshop in Banff, so I had really no idea what how it goes. So... But I knew I wanted to shoot over at Banff and get some portfolio, connect with different photographers. And yeah, I really just thought it was a good opportunity. No, but the reason I was asking was because I'm trying to think like other than the other than the cost factor, uh, because I feel like yeah. all the all the all the photographers want to learn and want to always trying to find a way to kind of improve their photography skills or photography business. Um, that's mm-hmm. probably why a lot of the YouTube channels are doing so well, teaching all different aspects of it. So I was just trying to think, like, other than the cost side of things, what would be the main, what would be the other reasons that people may shy away from these workshops or may not consider them um, at all? For me, I don't think there was probably anything else. Actually, Pauline, when you when you said you um, when accommodations included, like, is that's usually a shared room, right? Not all the time. No, the first okay. one I had at Banff, I had my own. That's why nice. it was expensive, but that's because I think someone else was just joined, and if they did, then we would have shared. But, but then the one in Yukon, it was well, we were in cabins, and so we did share, <laughs> which was so fun <laughs> because I was the only girl, and I was the only one that was not European. So I honestly felt like I was not in Canada because everyone was speaking mainly German. They were speaking, so I honestly felt like I was in somewhere else. <laughs> And yeah, I, I think when you do share accommodation or when it's more than one day, you definitely get to learn so much about, you know, the other people attending. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just another part of it that you kind of don't realize, like lifelong friendships that you make and just like going to camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's any downsides at all. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm pretty open to, you know, trying to think of different things, but at the same time, I'm like... Yeah, cost is probably the only. And and if you if you if you're someone who actually do worry about the cost side of things, is is actual business expense write off opportunity yeah. um, as an education. So you can like hundred percent of that trip you can you can literally write off. Obviously, the in the U.S. the the business meal, the the tax 
change this year, so that will be a little bit less of it. But uh, you know, other than that, um, you know, all the travels, all the education side of things, um, everything is a business write-off. So yeah, you know. Think of it as maybe photographing one wedding, or if you're a little bit lower rate, maybe two weddings to cover the cost of some of the more expensive workshops. That's probably not a bad investment um, because you could probably leverage that into um, making more money in the future. Um, so maybe this year you're probably paying a little bit less tax, but next year you could leverage that to pay more tax, <laughs> pay get more income, and and, and yep. all that. Yep. So. There's all you know, like all, all the workshops that I, I, I have attended. I, I meet so many different type of photographers and so many photographers in different sort of like stage in their career. I think oftentimes workshops are attended by somewhat newer newer photographers, someone who is not a full time photographer yet, but even even some of the full time photographers, you know, like myself. There's still so much to learn. There's never enough in terms of how much we can learn, and it just just kind of it's. I think it's kind of nice to see like how other people work. Some of the things that you know, what you would do in your normal sort of like workflow could be completely different than someone else's. I think that's one of the things that I quite quite enjoyed at the at the focal uh, workshop because we had four mentors that were very different from one another. Everyone had the different things to offer. So in that mm-hmm. sense, I, th- I thought that was pretty, pretty fun. Go off of what you said. I learned a lot from, you know, the other people as well that, you know, were my group. Because, you know, when you're moving from one location to another, or even like when you're walking to find a new spot, you get to talk with one another. And even just that short amount of time, you can learn a lot. Yeah. And there's always that, you know, one big common thing that we all like photography. So... It's always it's always kind of nice to meet someone who can share the passion and just talk about talk about things. But honestly, I think this is probably one of the one of the topics that we out of all the topics that we covered, this is probably one of the topics that we I don't know if it's just all three of us are so full workshops, but like I don't think we're kind of I don't think we're still kind of people who who will say like attend all the workshop possible. If there's a workshop that you know you like and if the only thing that's kind of stopping you is probably because it's a little bit out of your budget then mm-hmm. i would say try to try to still attend that one uh, attend that workshop uh, because you know that will be a good investment for yourself we're gonna we're gonna put it, we're gonna wrap it, wrap things up here two weeks time we're hoping that uh, we'll be doing our very first q a day or AMA, or in this case, I would say AUA. Ask us <laughs> anything. That's going to be interesting. Um, in case anyone was counting, we we've done now over twenty episodes. That means we've done we've been doing this for five months now, almost half a year. That's that's quite crazy to think about it. Um, wow. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> unbelievable. But in that time, there's been uh, quite a few people who kind of reached out, uh, reached out to us, um, asking about some of the general question about the podcast, about us, about our photography business. So we thought we'll probably dedicate, uh, dedicate one episode, um, answering those questions. And so in, in the next two weeks, we're, we're hoping that you guys will chime in a little bit more. Um, if you have 
if you have any more questions that you guys want to ask in, please send it to us in our either either in our email. Actually, what is our email? Is it thepodpod <laughs> at gmail.com? <laughs> yes. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, right. so no space, no space, nothing, nothing, no underscore, just all one word, thepatchpod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And yep. then, or Instagram comments, we, we, we read, like out of all three of us, we read all the comments. I mean, there aren't that many comments. <laughs> <laughs> and, we, see um, we see you, don't worry. Yeah, and then uh, Facebook group as well. Take part in the Facebook group and you can comment on there. Um, ask us Ask us literally anything, um, anything appropriate, <laughs> and then uh, we'll put them together, and um, <laughs> we'll make a we'll make an episode out of that out of that one for the next week. We are going to talk about how to prepare a destination wedding. As a title, we we titled it "How to Prepare for a Destination Wedding," but it's really about every like all the uh, you know destination sessions. Uh, for example, like I do a lot of engagement sessions, a lot of honeymoon sessions um, in different locations. We thought it would be kind of nice to kind of start on that to in, in our preparation for like Hawaii trip as well. Um, and maybe something that something that you guys could use during the summer summertime in terms of like going to different locations for, for your work or for your vacation and all that kind of stuff. So just um, managing how to bring your gear on, on a plane as well. Um, it's probably something that we will talk about. A lot to do with travel stuff. Yeah. For now, I think we're pretty tired. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to say goodbye and uh, see you guys next week. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.